unicorns. Unicorns. All of the Tiffany's are present. My higher self, my sweet self and her child, my balanced self, motherfucking Monique, my ego. Okay. Shondala. Okay. She's always with me. You know, I'm a Leo, sun, moon, and Venus. Okay. Woo. Shondala. And Toxic Tiff. A boogie, woogie, woogie. She's here as well. And first, I want to say thank you to everyone who continues to listen to me. I love you. I am so thankful for the energy, the love, the support. It just really flows to me. And I'm I'm sending it right back to y'all. But today, this episode will be very triggering. It will be. So if you're not in the mood to be triggered or um, to think about your past, your present, and your future... Go ahead and skip this one, okay? Shondala, ain't no love lost. It's okay, because i like you to be fully prepared for the message. Be fully prepared to do the healing work. Be fully prepared to let this message marinate in your spirit, okay? If you're, not, if you're not ready for the deep, catch me on another episode, okay? Even though all of my episodes are deep, Shondala. Um, today, I want to talk about root and sacral chakra healing, specifically womb healing. As it comes down to a woman, I'm a woman, I can't speak for a man and their healing, but for women specifically, womb healing. Um, Recently, there's been a lot of talk about, you know, how to become more feminine, how to do all these things to be more attractive, more ladylike. And what it got me to thinking is, have we really talked about the healing work? The more you hear your womb and all that we feel around relationships, the more feminine we will naturally be. So context, um, today, my spiritual bestie, hi, Nicole, and I, we were talking um, because as many of you know, there's a shift happening in consciousness. I don't know if you guys can feel it, but I can feel it. And today I was highly triggered and we were just talking about some of the symptoms that we were feeling. We were feeling uh, bloated. There were just these spikes of sexual energy, just moodiness. And I was like, ugh, it sounds a lot like pregnancy. And as soon as we started talking about it, it brought me right back to my trauma of having a miscarriage and then um, having my baby going through that pregnancy and feeling isolation in that relationship. And it made me think like we underestimate how these traumas impact us, our ability to heal, our ability to be more feminine, because now we have these womb blockages, these sacral and root blockages, because one, faulty relationships, uh, sexual abuse, um, and even if it's not sexual abuse, sexual rejection, all these different things that are happening that we just kind of overlook, which hardens us and blocks us from really having that flow of energy that we want. So what I wanted to talk about today is let's, let's, let's take it back. Let's go and look at our root chakra and our sacred chakra. So I'm just going to give you guys a little bit. I'm doing, I don't know if you guys can see this. Um, I'm looking at the chakra reading cards guidebook by, um, Rochelle Charman. I love this deck. Y'all know me. So I'm just going to give a brief description. I'm going to start with the sacred chakra. Um, and this is just brief. It says it represents our connections and relationships to our loved ones and the need to be loved and accepted. It holds the key to healthy relationships 
and the way we express ourselves through our creativity and passion. This chakra is also strongly aligned to our appetite, addictions, desires, and karmic patterning. When the sacral chakra is healthy and in balance, we can relate to people in a mature and positive way. Um, and it talks about it relating to healthy sexual relationships, pleasure and passion, self-acceptance and gratitude, fulfillment of desires, karmic patterns, flexibility, creativity, um, relationships and desires. And I wanted to talk about the sacral chakra um, because again, I talk only from my experience. I can't talk about other people and other experiences. I like to talk from my experience. And in my experience, I have received a lot of sexual rejection within major relationships in my life. And I didn't realize how that was really blocking me from future relationships and just even my body because I hadn't taken the time to acknowledge like, wow, my confidence is off. Now I'm feeling shut down. How I would naturally love someone and be affectionate to them. I'm no longer doing that because I feel like, uh, that's not accepted and I'm just going to shut down, therefore block myself from being myself and the natural flow of energy in how I express love. And that's a problem. I have to do some healing. But what I want us to do is really look at past relationships and address where we felt sexually rejected, where we expressed sexual desire and we felt some way that person rejected us. Whether it was an outflat no, whether they just kind of pushed us off, whether they just didn't acknowledge our sexual desire at the time. That's one. Two, those times that we had sex, even though we really didn't want to have sex because we were in a relationship and we thought that's what we were supposed to do. Three, just how did this a person receive your affection? How did they give you affection? I know for me and some of my experiences with dating and it not necessarily being sexual, I would meet guys who would be attracted to me, but I couldn't tell they were attracted. And I know that sounds like a contradiction. Like, how could you not tell? Because it's not like they're saying, oh, I think you're beautiful or I, I like you. I remember one person told me specifically, I was like, are you sure you like me? Because I feel like... It was a thing, but I don't know. He was like, of course I like you. And I was like, you never quite give me any hints or cues that you are really feeling me. And he was like, well, you already know you're beautiful. Why do I have to tell you? I don't want you to have a big head. How am I supposed to take that? What am I supposed to do with that? And I realized like, so a, a person can like you and then just not tell you. Think about that confusion. Think about how you, that person has now planted a seed in your head that's growing and it's impacting your actions and your thought processes and how you relate to other people. Also, wanting that. I was in a relationship where I didn't get that. There wasn't someone who was like, baby, I'm so thankful you are my wife. I'm so thankful that you are the woman. I didn't get that. How do you think that makes one feel? Um, so it's important to look at the sacral chakra, to look at these relationships that impact us because it impacts our desires. And once we feel blocked, are we doing the healing work to release it? That's one. I'm going to go back to like a healing practice after this. Then two, let's talk about our root chakra. 
So today I was talking to my bestie and I was like, I feel like the ancestors, I was like, I feel like the ancestors won't leave me alone today. Like I'm over it. I'm not fucking feeling it. I'm feeling triggered as fuck. It's raining hard as hell. My attitude is bad. I'm not here for the shits. And so we got to having this conversation about um, being pregnant. And I was just saying how, you know, um, I'm going to link it below. But in my Mother's Day episode that I post every year, I talk about my journey to having my son, my dinosaur. I love him. And I talk about miscarriage and like how I was so upset. Like I was so upset with everyone because once I had a miscarriage, everyone was like, oh, it's common. I was like, well, that's not common to me. No one ever said anything. I was mad at them. I was mad at God, you know, and I was mad at my beautiful, I call my first child, my, my, my baby girl, a butterfly. I was mad at my butterfly because it's like you came and you left. And no one talks about that because you're like, oh, it's a baby. But it's like, I was mad. And, you know, it took me a while to forgive my butterfly. It took me a while to forgive God. It took me a while to forgive myself because I thought this was something I was naturally supposed to do without a problem. And although I did give birth to a healthy baby boy, he's beautiful, that pregnancy journey was so discouraging. Like just being pregnant with someone's child and they're not really showing you affection. They're not really supporting you. And then everywhere you're going as a pregnant woman, people are like, Where are you, where's your husband? Where's your man? Why isn't he helping you? Like da, 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 da. And it's like, you know, you're trying to hold it all together. You don't want this person to look bad. And it's like deep down, you just want to cry. And then people will be like, well, you prayed to get pregnant. I don't understand the big deal. Yes, I prayed to get pregnant. But I didn't ask for this experience. I wanted an experience that was loving, heartfelt, where this person is giving into me, pouring into me. When I say I need X, this person is like, okay, honey. Or sometimes when you're pregnant, sometimes you are a bit irrational. But at least this person is creating an environment for you to feel all the feelings because this is natural. That rejection during pregnancy, by far, has been the most traumatic experience I think I've ever experienced in life. There is whew, nothing worse than carrying someone's child who wanted you to have a child and you wanted to have a child and then for them to just act as if you're not that important or this process you're going through is not that important. Sorry, y'all. Y'all know the technology. I'm working on this. I'm working on it. But until we get the, the whole sh camera people, my whole team, they're coming because I'm manifesting it. We got to be right here. I need people to really think about this because I am not the only person experienced this or who has experienced this. There is nothing feeling lonelier than to be pregnant with someone's child and your child and they just feel like your needs and desires do not matter. It is nothing worse. It is like you are trying to maintain yourself as a person, one, your new self because now you're a mother carrying a child and then three, like, you don't want your baby to feel all these emotions. And you're trying to explain this to someone. And it's like they're not getting it. And I know plenty of women who've gone through this experience where they felt so sad while they were pregnant. They were depressed. And how do you think this impacts the children? And it's one of these things that I need us to be more mindful of as women as a community, men, I, be mindful of when we are carrying these kids, one, our mental health, 
to our relationships, just the things that we need. And then how are we healing it? Like I gave birth to my child in 2016 and I'm realizing I'm still carrying it. And so at this moment, I'm understanding why my ancestors are like on me because it's like, if I am accepting the responsibility to change the lineage, that comes with the work, that comes with putting in the effort, that comes with sitting down with your fucking feelings and being like, what the fuck does this mean and why is this happening? And how to heal it. So I'm a little over the place, but y'all know me. I wanted to read about the root chakra again from the chakra reading guidebook from the chakra cards. Um, it says it reflects our basic requirements to feel safe and to survive and thrive abundantly on the planet and with our, in our community. Our primal instincts, stability and security sit in this energy center. When our root chakra is healthy, it is much easier to trust ourselves in the flow of life. When we are in balance, we feel centered, grounded, and deeply connected to the earth, our community, and all of our life around us. We function in a productive way, which is then reflected in healthy boundaries and life choices that enhance our well-being in healthy boundaries, oh, our well-being at all levels. It relates to ancestors, trust, uh, material needs, stability, energy, grounding. When I think of the root chakra, I think of like our ancestry, like our lineage, like our stability, like us being planets in the ground. Like how do we feel? And I really want us to go back to womb healing and really looking at our womb and do we feel secure? Do we feel safe in our womb? Does our womb feel safe? And we have to ask ourselves that. Do you feel safe? Do you feel secure as a woman on this planet? And if not, like, how do we heal this? We, we hear a lot about things that, trust me, I don't have the answers. This is just a conversation. How do we heal these things so we don't have to keep doing the cycles? And some of this is ancestral. How many of our mothers went through miscarriages? How many of our mothers went through, they were depressed during pregnancy? How many of our mothers went through these things? And maybe they didn't have the tools to really understand what's happening and to really be able to sit down because I'm so thankful that I'm in this position where I can actually take a step back and really look and, and reflect on my life and these traumas to think about how I can heal it. Whereas my mother really had a lot of stuff to do. She was building a different generation for me and I'm building a different generation for my son. And so now we're at this place of awareness where we're reflective Let's take it a next step and let's do the work to heal it. And so, again, I want to take it back to our womb because this is, this is what makes us a woman. This is what makes us, uh, you know, I want to sing. This, you make me feel like a natural woman womb. This is us. This is where we give birth. This is our center. Apart from my heart. This is our center. How are we taking care of our womb? How are we forgiving ourselves? How are we caring for our womb? And when we look at our womb, we need to look at our roots and our sacral chakra. Look at the relationships. Look at the, how we feel stable. And then how are we treating our womb? Are we eating right? Are we using the right products down there? 
Who are we giving access to our energy in our womb? Like, who are we giving this access to? Have we forgiven ourselves for past miscarriages? Have we forgiven ourselves for past sexual traumas? Have we forgiven ourselves for past abortions? Have we forgiven ourselves for uh, past actions that we didn't always agree for, agree with? Have we forgiven others? Have we forgiven people who have um, like sexually traumatized us with consent or without consent? Have we forgiven our babies who have you know, come to us to let us know we can have babies and left us? Have we forgiven them? Have we forgiven our ancestors for, you know, I don't want to say carrying their burdens, but being passed down these, these traits and this, this energy that they didn't maybe have the ability to heal at the time. But now, you know what? We thank God for our ancestors. They protect us. They are, they are there and we are we because they are there. <laughs> and I know that didn't sound right, but we have to be thankful for our ancestors. But now it is our time to carry the torch. And <clears throat> I was talking to my fiery friend and he was telling me about Airbender and how like when he thinks about ancestors, he thinks about Airbender, the cartoon, and how like all of a sudden this child has this responsibility but the ancestors come in to, to give him power and to really like, you know, help him in his time of need. And sometimes we have to know that our ancestors are there to help us and that we are chosen. It's our responsibility. They chose us and we chose the call. Answer it. Because today I was like, damn, why I got to be the one? I really was in my feelings today. y'all. I was in my fucking feelings like I started off the day so great. It was so mythical and magical, y'all. And then it just, woof. Oh my God, y'all. I didn't even tell y'all y'all were divine and motherfucking fine. Y'all know. Side note. Unicorn, she's divine and motherfucking fine. I love y'all. I don't know if I did or didn't, but it just popped up in my head because I'm looking at myself and I'm looking real fine, y'all. I am. If y'all on YouTube, check me out. Your girl's looking cute, okay? Um, but I really need us to think about this. I need us to think about when we think about being more feminine and being more attached, the more you heal your womb, the more naturally feminine you will be because now you're healing yourself and now you can accept love. You can give love. You can receive love. And that energy is cleared out for new energy. How we do this? I don't know, y'all. I'm working on it my damn self. (laughs) I'm about to do this... uh, um, meditation healing that one of my um, tarot classmates recommended. In this book, they do have some recommendations. So I'm going I'm to give it to you. Um, sacral, clearing and balancing your sacral chakra. Okay, we're going to start with that. Lie comfortably and place the carnelian crystal in your hand or on your sacral chakra, allowing its energy to support your process. Now imagine the color orange flowing into your sacral chakra, cleansing and balancing this area. As the powerful orange light spirals and swirls into your chakra, point visual uh, uh, into your chakra point, visualize any blockages around your creativity and sensuality dissolving into the light and allow yourself to feel free and cleansed. 
sacral chakra affirmation. My sacral chakra is balanced and aligned, and I am creative, sensual expression of love that relates to others with ease and grace. Let me rephrase that again. Y'all know I'll be reading fast in my mind. My sacral chakra is balanced and aligned, and I am a creative, sensual expression of love that relates to others with ease and grace. Shandala. All right, for our root chakra. This is cleansing for your root chakra. Lie comfortably and place a hematite crystal in your hand or on your base chakra, allowing its energy to support your process. Close your eyes and imagine the most vibrant color red moving up from earth. Bathe your chakra in this healing light, allowing it to dissolve any unwanted energy as it cleanses and brings your chakra back into balance and alignment. Now breathe and send the energy of the crystal into your base and through your body as it rejuvenates and revitalizes every cell of your being. Base chakra affirmation. My base chakra is balanced and I flow with vitality, health, and abundance. Y'all, we out here healing. Fuck this shit here. We are not continuing patterns. We are breaking these generational behaviors and mindsets. We're doing it. Period. We are. And I'm proud of you. I'm proud of us for doing the goddamn work. It is not always easy. But you know what? Sorry, I had to fix my little, my little nose. Y'all not get the sniffles. You know what? It's worth it. It's worth it because we're creating a better us. We are changing our reality and our perception. We are making the world better. We are creating these mega humans who are about to change the world. I am proud of us. It's not easy. Shit. I was over here mad as hell today, y'all. I was ooh, in my fucking feelings. Just like, what the fuck? Like, I feel like, damn, I'm really out here doing the work. Like, I do the work. But there's always more work to do. <laughs> there's always more work. But it's like, really, you know, I used to be the person like, I don't want people to know that I'm hurt, but like, fuck that shit. If my hurt story is going to help myself and everybody else, let's do it. Because I love you. I love me. I love our babies. And to be clear, we were meant to have babies with no problems. From my experience, and this is just what I believe, I'm no doctor, I believe that we start having issues unless it is a medical issue. We start having productive issues when we have blockages around our womb, our base chakra, our aka our root chakra, our sacral chakra, and our solar plexus. We ain't getting into solar plexus today. But I do, I believe it's our relationship with ourself, our relationship with our body, our relationships with others that impacts, you know, how we feel, how we love, how we receive love. And our womb, like most importantly, our womb, like really looking at how we feel. If your womb could talk, what would she say? Write it down. Think about it. What would your womb say? When is the last time you did a yoni steam? When is the last time we did a little detox down there? I'm going to do Magic's detox. I don't think it's a detox. It's called something. What is this called? Hold on, y'all. Hopefully, I didn't close out. I'm still here? Yes, hold on. 
yeah, I'm Vagilixer. You know, I'm about to try all the stuff. I'm here for this womb healing. I'm about to take the next two weeks to really go within, do some healing, look at how I'm viewing things, oh, and really get into it. I think I cut off my YouTube, y'all. Um, but I am so thankful for you guys. Unicorns, I just want y'all to think about what triggers you, what um, your womb, and what are some blockages that you have around relationships, love, babies, and et cetera. And with that being said, I got to figure out this technology on my YouTube because I think I just shut it down. Unicorns, you're mythical and magical, divine and motherfucking fine. I love you. Bye-bye. <laughs>